Hello, welcome to Jimmo Memo. Today's episode is about common alder, a widely used extract for acute care. My name is Lauren Huvelet. I'm a gemotherapy ex expert and a health coach. I'm here with two colleagues today who will be sharing their wonderful knowledge about these extracts with us. Terry, good to see you. Nice to see you and Megan also, everyone else, hello. Um, my particular interest is using common plants that are abundant, growing wild in my area for treating acute thing, uh, acute conditions that are easily taken care of that I don't have to go to the doctor to see, and um, and teaching other people how to do the same thing. Beautiful. Thanks for being here to share your knowledge with us. And Megan Limp, um, acupuncturist. Yes, hello everybody. Thanks for joining us. My name is Megan Lamp and I practice acupuncture and body work and gemotherapy here in the Midwest of the United States. So as I mentioned today, our topic is um, an extract called common alder. It comes from the buds of the common alder tree and this is ulnus glutinosa. So Terry, what can you tell us about this? Well, common alder is often referred to as black alder also. It's called Alnus glutinosa in its Latin terms, and it is in the Betulaceae family, which also includes hornbeam and birch. They're very closely related. This tree grows near or in the water, often with willow and birch. Um, it can get to 70 feet tall. It lives only about 150 years, so by that, I mean, many trees live longer than that. This one is considered a pioneer species. It's one of the first trees to colonize a clearing or an industrial area if you want to clear the soil for that. The leaves are oval and bright green, deeply veined, and it has serrated edges. The twigs can be sticky. That's what the glutinosa refers to in its name. It is native to Europe, Russia, Turkey, Iran, and it was introduced to America in around the 1600s. It is the only broad-leaved plant that has cones on it. And they're very small. They're tiny little cones. They look like the kind of a cone that you would have on a boutonniere at Christmas time. It's easy to recognize in the wild because last year's cones, this year's catkins, and the new leaf buds are all present at the same time. It also is, a, I mentioned slightly, that it fixes nitrogen by the root nodules. So it helps improve the soil around it. So it's often used to reclaim areas that are wasteland. Um, yeah. Wonderful. What about historical uses or folklore that's been attached to common alder? Common alder is really big out there. It has, the wood is very resistant to decay. And in fact, when it's immersed in water, it becomes as tough as a stone, as hard as a stone. And because of this, it's been used for dikes, bridges, and foundations, particularly in places like Venice and Amsterdam, where the, it, they are submerged in water. The wood was also used historically to create shields, wooden shoes, clogs, food vessels. It um, burns very hot, so the hot fire from this wood it's useful for forging weapons. So I think it's kind of interesting that we have shields and swords involved in this plant. 
Uh, it is the fourth letter in the Om alphabet of the Druids. And I can only just quickly reference, in case you're interested, some of the, some of the, the myths with it. There's King Bran in the Welsh lore, Kronos Apollo in Greek lore, in Norse lore, there's Odin and Lug, and in Britain, there's King Arthur, who's also involved. Never, I forgot, Circe and Calypso in Greece also. So this plant is very involved in all of these cultures. In Celtic lore, it is believed to help you, to enable you to have access to the fairy realm. And hiding and secrecy are two of the many themes in this old kind of tradition. So alder was also a source of many kind of um, very fine dyes used by artists in the textile arts. And they were highly revered. So brown from the twigs, red from the bark and the sap. This is a tree that bleeds when you cut it. It is red and it signifies blood and death for these cultures. And funny, the green is made from the flowers and it was said to color Robin Hood's garments and also used in the clothing of fairies so that they are unseen and hidden. The Celts believed that magic intent could be woven into these fabrics during its making. Um, other references, there's a poem by Goethe, the German poet, called The Errol King, and Schubert took that poem and set it to music. And it's the story of a father riding a horse through this dark, mysterious woods right at the border of water, so it's swampy and gloomy. It's the place of fairies and monsters and spirits in folklore. This father's carrying his son, son and riding rapidly, trying to get home. The young boy is repeatedly telling his father that he believes he's being pursued by the elf king, and the father does not believe him. He tells him it's all his imagination, but surely on arriving home, the father finds his child is dead. So that's a very grave story involved with this plant. It's considered the, the plant of the king of the elves. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I had to pick and choose. That one was pretty dramatic. Yes, yes. Really interesting threads, though, how this is between how it's used in your story. So... What about the potential, though? We look at the plant and, and just considering the parts of the plant, what do you know? Well, it's another plant that contains a high amount of tannins and anthroquinones, which also gives it that astringent toning action or tightening action of tissue. It's been used in healing inflammation. For example, gum tissues, tonsillitis, sore throats, burns, and, and that tightening action also uh, exerts influence on things like diarrhea. It is used to dry up mother's milk when she wants to be finished with nursing. And the tree essence is used in some of the flower essences as associated with release. So reducing stress and anxiety, nervousness, mm. and also increasing life energy as a result. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Terry, thanks for sharing all that. So when we look at this plant, um, and it's the buds of um, common alder that are made into the extract, um, it, there's really one primary action, and that is to balance 
mucus levels and fluidity, making it um, an essential extract for um, the onset of inflammation. What, what this balancing, harmonizing action does is prevent the buildup of scar tissue. And because its ability to absorb excess fluids, um, we don't get fluid standing, we don't get standing water, so to speak, like where it grows, right? Now, common older is, is super powerful, as even the stories you told, Terry, hinted at. And so we use it in acute care um, for deep um, colds and flus and viruses at the very start, because that's when it is most useful. And we pair it with extracts such as black currant, dog rose, hornbeam, or black honeysuckle. Um, common alder is the extract that comes to mind anytime I see someone with acute inflammation that needs to be moved. I think of it as um, a transportation system. Get that inflammation, put it on the train and get it out. And when we have um, inflammation that sticks around, that's how we get chronic symptoms developing. Um, so for our use here in our discussion, I, I want to put common alder out as a primary acute care extract. There are, are certainly other uses we can use chronically and even looking at it and working with aging um, adults who have a chronic inflammation in other parts of the body. But this is yet to be explored. So for our purposes today, um, I want to leave it right there. Very important though, Terry, you mentioned it dries breast milk. So common alder should never be used by mm -hmm breastfeeding mothers, and typically is not used during pregnancy because of the regulation of fluids. It also should never be taken alone. Um, it's transporting, so it needs something to help move it out, and it needs some partnering extracts. Um, used alone, it can lead to some inflammation that would cause discomfort, so we don't want to do that. So Megan, in the Asian lens, do we have some different uses for common alder, a different view? Yeah, it's interesting. Alder is an extract that balances mucus levels and fluidity in the system. It resolves inflammation, and it resolves inflammation by moving chi blood and fluids. However, it, it harmonizes them. So it works whether things are too fluid or too dry, right? So the nature of chi is transformation and change. And when our chi is abundant and flowing, we are able to move through transformation and adapt to our internal and external environment with relative ease. If we go back to the mental image again of our chi as a river, our water level will be full and flowing when our chi is abundant and flowing. It's not dry and low, and it's not flooding. In an acute situation, when we have an injury, or we have a cold, or a flu, or a virus, or something in our internal environment has changed, our chi may stop flowing in response to that, sort of like a dam in the river. The water level, when you have a dam in the river, will rise, and eventually it will flood. And that's the way that inflammation is looked at. So if the circulation is reestablished, 
the inflammation can then drain and the river can return to normal flow. Similar to black currant, alder is a great partner extract and it supports the functioning of the entire system versus only focusing on one part of the body. And it does this by supporting the triple heater or triple energizer meridian. Uh, the triple energizer, as I like to call it, is not a physical organ. It's a meridian system that oversees the functioning of the other systems. It's a meridian in charge of regulating the chi and fluids in the whole body. So if you keep fluids moving, the body can more easily clean them out. The problem arises, again, when the fluids congeal or thicken or become stagnant. This can be fluids in the upper respiratory tract, so it, this can help offset allergies, head colds, coughs, any source of inflammation in the head. It can be fluids that surround the muscles and nerves. It can be interstitial fluids in the connective tissues. This is gonna help move the fluids through the lymphatic system so that they don't congeal and stagnate and they leave the body faster. Think of the fluid pathway in cellular metabolism. Triple heater is going to help remove waste from the body. Common alder offsets inflammation in mucosal linings and moves congealed fluids that have become phlegm and supports the circulatory system. So we know that it also is working at the level of the blood, particularly in the head. We know that it improves cerebral circulation. So we know that it acts on the triple energizer, helping to remove waste from the body as a whole, instead of letting the waste or the inflammation or that flooding river stay where it is, it helps the body to release that. Like Lauren said, put it on the train and take it out of the body. Nice, nice. Well, there you have it, common alder. Ladies, thank you. Where can people get more information? Terry, any recommendations? I have a great new book. One of my favorite authors, Diana Beresford Kroger. She has a very unique life story and is, I just adore her. I have to meet her someday. But her latest book is To Speak for the Trees and there actually is a chapter on Alder in here. Wonderful. What a great recommendation. Thank you. And Megan? Yes, you can find more information at my website, which is acculemp.com, A-C-U-L-E-M-P.com. If you want uh, more information on how Asian medicine looks at the body, you might try going back and listening to the first episode in, on this podcast, Gemo Memo, uh, where we give a brief overview of what we each do, and I give an overview of acupuncture and Asian medical philosophy. And there is a great book if you're looking for more information on the Asian medical philosophy called The Web That Has No Weaver. Yeah. yeah, beautiful book. I highly recommend that one. Yes, and if you're looking for more on gemotherapy, you'll find plenty at my website, laurenhubelay.com. I'm offering classes to all interested and books and blog posts about gemotherapy. Ladies, thanks for your time today, and I look forward to our next meeting. Thank you, Sam.